0: of all, today, Jess, Kimmy, and I are here to talk about Christmas Yule Vlog, starring our very favorite person, Zach Santiago and Sarah Canning, and today is a fun bonus episode. We're super excited to chat about this Lifetime movie. It is the season. It is the season, indeed, which, before we get too deep, I have to say, the town is de Amor, which is translated Letters love, of Love. love. yes love So that's that was a like, tie in for the postables. It was meant to be for Zach to be in this movie. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> so, what did you guys think about this movie? Um, It is about social media travel writer, Caroline Williams is sent to Carte de Amor, New Mexico on assignment where she meets high school teacher, Oscar Ortiz, who introduces her to another side of Christmas. Mm -hmm. So when I first heard the blurb for the movie, I was like, I don't know, this doesn't sound very interesting. However, I love the movie. I thought it was so refreshing because we'll kind of get into this later. These characters were like super direct with each other. Like there wasn't any misunderstandings. <laughs> they just said what they felt. And we, especially like in the Hallmark world, that doesn't happen very often. And it was so nice to have two characters who just like, yeah, I'm interested in you. Come on over for Christmas Eve. I want you there. Like, you know, it was really nice and they had really good chemistry and I thought it was a lot of fun. And postable. somebody got misty-eyed. I, just I... Somebody under the mop. <laughs> um, I don't I know, I don't know me, I don't what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are talking about. I, I don't Casey, you grab the this. bucket. I'll grab the mop <laughs> It's our turn. <laughs> uh, no postable. This true. I got a little misty at one point in this movie. I mean, uh, admit it. Someone was practically blubbering in our group chat. Oh, my word, just the, the tears, the waterworks were just blowing everybody. And the gushing, my word. Oh, the gushing. <laughs> oh, my reputation is gone, but it's, you know what? Uh, It's okay. I will embrace my, my new reputation as bouldering, misty-eyed, sort of romantic. <gasps> well, sort of better, sort of is better than anti, so we'll take it. To the dark side yes come <laughs> join come. us I'm, I'm coming apparently <laughs> <laughs> you've got a foot over the line <laughs> there you go Hey, okay, you know where there. it's a start 2021 we'll, we'll we'll bring you over we'll bring you <laughs> yeah, over <there> you <laughs> um cammy what did you think about the movie well one thing that i really enjoyed is they weren't afraid to show a place where it's warm at christmas Yes! Yeah. There was no fake snow. That was nice. And well, it's New Mexico. You can't have fake (laughs) snow. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You didn't even need the fake snow. No, but I mean, yes, snow at Christmas is magical. Yes, it adds to the atmosphere and the ambiance. And yes, it adds to the mood and the lights have a certain glow in snow that they don't really have in sunlight or you know, or, or a desert, but you know, I mean, Casey and I are from the South. We don't get snow. Mm -hmm. So we never have snow at Christmas, except maybe once in a blue moon. So the fact that they weren't afraid to show Christmas in a warmer climate without snow, I thought it was a very bold choice because you do not see that on movies very often it's always about the snowy the snowy parts of of the of the country or the world ha- what have you so yeah i was really really happy with that very bold choice and it kind of set set the tone and there were two other things that i just died seeing was the christmas ponchos <laughs> I mean, Bob, yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> the, the Christmas ponchos were brilliant, and some of them were really ugly. <laughs> and then the other one was Zach in that hat. <laughs> that straw hat leaning against the post. I just went, oh my word. <laughs> We're not in Denver anymore. We're not in Denver anymore. We don't have we don't have any of the Ramon figure or persona Mm -hmm. there there was nothing with Ramon about (laughs) him (laughs) um yeah I agree with you I I appreciate from you know being from the south and having different tradition, you know traditions because I'm Filipino I really appreciate the fact that they went out and they showed other traditions of other Mm. cultures and everything in this movie so that was super fun and you know what the rest of us in the country, we like Christmas just as much as you silly folks up there. Yes, we do. I'm a Christmas freak over here. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the Midwest and even we don't get snow that often by Christmas. I mean, we might have like a dusting, but really? our real snow doesn't come till January and February. I'm shocked. Well, honestly, I'm- I remember living in Connecticut and there was very few times that we had Chris- like a white Christmas yeah it most of the snow that. yeah most of the snow came in January I think there was maybe like two or three Christmases that it had snow and it wasn't even like big snow it was like mm-hmm. a dusting yeah I went to I went to college in Idaho and I was there for five years and every single Christmas without fail there was snow. <laughs> It would be it nice may- to have a really good white Christmas, but yeah. most of the country, it's not. It, okay, I will tell you this. My sophomore year, it snowed heavily twice, and both of those times were the night before I was about to fly home. Um, seriously it's like you're in a Hallmark movie Kimmy. you're snowed in somewhere yes I did I never got snowed in but my but my (laughs) sophomore year you know I kept on waiting and waiting for the snow because my freshman year it just dumped and then you know we're we're getting into December and it's like where is all the snow what is going on here (laughs) and then the Night before I was leaving to go home for Christmas, it started pouring, and the next morning it was still pouring. And then that lasted for a little bit, and then it got really dry again. And then it snowed in April the night before I was supposed to go home for (laughs) summer vacation. I just went, You've got to be joking me. (laughs) That's funny. All righty, so back to Carte de Amor. What was one of your favorite Christmas traditions that they did? Mm -hmm. I personally love the Christmas poncho. I already said that. But (laughs) I'm just saying that was one thing that I really loved because it was a brand new fresh take on a Christmas sweater. It was so ridiculous, but also Mm -hmm. so fun because there's so much more like room I'm almost yeah. kind of like, can I get a poncho and can I like make an ugly poncho to wear around it? There we should do it. totally do that, you guys, <laughs> the three of us. We should all get Christmas ponchos. We should get ponchos and make them into Christmas ponchos. Oh that gosh. would be so fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh. We could say, this is for you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd love it <laughs> of course <laughs> my favorite tradition that they did was actually the tree um because it was like a different almost like they did different takes on like every tradition it seemed like mm-hmm. they, in this movie and I like that it wasn't just about decorating the tree the outdoor one in the town anyway it was about finding that one ornament that was like special to you and that was like was really your cool. your Christmas wish it wasn't just like oh let's just put up all these decorations it mm-hmm. was like what's something meaningful to put on this tree yeah. I thought that was really sweet It was very when calls the heart Christmas wishing tree, very, very. Take our word for it, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) And dang it, you kind of took mine. Well, there's still one more. I almost said it, but with the lamp. Why didn't you say the other one? (laughs) Because it sounded like a fire hazard. Actually, (laughs) it's true. It's true. Well, I was like, I was, I was like curious. Like, are those actual candles that they lit for the um the Because I've seen something similar. We've done it at my church, but we use like the little like battery operated candles, the tea lights, yeah, tea lights um, in bags. And I was like, "Goodness, those those have wicks on them. (laughs) Like those are (laughs) actual candles." But they were in they were in a glass candle holder, and they and they left the bag open. So yeah, that's true. That would still make me very nervous. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, especially in a dry climate. It was pretty it was very beautiful Mm -hmm. so let let me let me say this instead of my favorite tradition let me say something that i really appreciated about a tradition the christmas parade i loved how frank mr c was about the christmas parade Mm -hmm. you know that that was something that i really really appreciated because to to be completely honest that kind of parade Felt like something that should be done more on Christmas Eve or a few days before Christmas. I don't know. I'm kind of a gearing up towards it kind of girl. I, I like to do all the stuff that gets you ready for Christmas. But you know, Christmas night, a Christmas parade with Santa and everything. I, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it that that's kind of past. But mm-hmm. you know, but uh, putting that aside, I really. I really appreciated the fact that he said, "Eh, it's 15 minutes long. It's a bunch of old trucks decorated with crepe paper." You know, he didn't try to dress <laughs> it up. He didn't try to make it more than it was. And mm-hmm. you got the you got the feeling behind it mm-hmm. instead of the event itself, right? You know, and and you kind of got the whole reason why camilla sent uh caroline to the town it wasn't the parade you know that was kind of caroline's end goal Mm -hmm. but it it wasn't the parade it was the idea of getting christmas back yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so what were some of your personal family christmas traditions of past or present that you've really enjoyed uh, okay, sorry, I'm going to go first on this one because okay. I love this one. <laughs> we have the sheet and this has been happening my entire life. It was a, it was a tradition that my dad's family started when he was little. And, uh, and this was kind of a stipulation that uh, my dad said when he proposed to my mom he said okay if we get married at Christmas this has to become a family tradition and she said okay deal (laughs) and I told I told my husband the same thing I said okay if we get married then this has to become a tradition at Christmas so Santa does not wrap the gifts that he brings to us um they're put they're put under the tree and uh and then uh, so we have we have the presents we have the presents that we've given to and from each other mm-hmm. under the wrapped under the tree and then Santa comes and puts his presents there under the tree and then he covers them with sheets that we leave out they used to just be bed sheets but. Uh, my mom eventually got Christmas material and so they were and she made us sheets and so we covered the so uh, they would be covered with uh, Christmas sheets and then he would fill the stockings and that way when everybody came down the stairs or came into the tree then you wouldn't just see everything Mm -hmm. and the stockings the stockings kind of get their fair share of attention And so we always did the stockings first, and then my, oh goodness, my dad, my dad would lift up a section of the sheet at a time, and I still have a picture of my brothers and me literally jumping in the air when he uncovered our very first Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh that's fine. Oh it, it, it's my favorite and my and now I'm doing it with my children and it's just so magical to mm-hmm. watch them get so excited and watch my husband go uh, 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 you know? <laughs> tease, <laughs> tease them with pulling back a little bit of the sheet at a time. It's just yeah it's beautiful. Super fun. What about you Jess? Any family Christmas traditions? So we don't have many traditions within my immediate family. However, when we go to my dad's side of the family, we have this tradition and I don't even know why or how it started, but at the end of the evening, we have a fight with Silly String. <laughs> we And my dad's side of the family is big. So we're like all outside, like just going at it with the silly string and at the oh end we take God. a big picture and we're all covered in the silly string and I feel really bad for whoever's house we're at because someone's got to clean that up yeah <laughs> that's a bear to clean up oh man <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, like everyone, adults, kids, like it's not just like something for the kids, like the adults are right on it. Like it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's super fun. Our traditions have kind of changed just because of um, like, our life. Um, So when I was little, when we lived in Connecticut and I lived there until I was 11, every Christmas Eve, we would go to our adopted grandma's house um, and we would have a Christmas party and she'd get all the kids gifts. And then we would go over to the nursing home. It was like, she lived across the hospital And then behind the hospital is like a nursing home of assisted living. And so all of us kids would go walk over there with her and sing Christmas carols to the residents. And then we'd like, you know, stop at the little rooms and everything. And there was one resident, um, she was probably like 95 years old. I mean, she was very old, but she was a children's book author and her husband did the illustrations. And, they had she had um like a rack of books and she let us have well i mean the nurse <laughs> said that you know she wanted to give all of us children a one of her books so i got tough enough Aww. pony that she had written and stuff and apparently she was like really big back in like the 40s <laughs> or something like that she and her husband oh. um but yeah i still have that book it is high up because the book is very very old But that was something that was super special when we lived up there. And then when we moved down to Florida, I mean, our traditions have always just been around food and eating. (laughs) Like we always gather at someone's (laughs) house Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And then we're just like eating. And my parents and my aunts and uncles are. It's the Filipino blood in (laughs) you. Yes. I mean, we always have to have food, food and fellowship. Or, you know, aunts and uncles, my parents are always talking and us kids are just doing whatever, younger times, video games, I would just be off in a corner reading a book or something, being (laughs) nerdy. And then now with my kids, I mean, I get them the Christmas pajamas that they open on Christmas Eve and they match because like they have to match. That's not, something I want to start doing. I, I want it, but I want to give them to them at the, I give my kids uh, Christmas pajamas at the beginning of the month so mm-hmm. they can wear them all so that they can wear them all month. Yeah. But I really want to get a family family matching set and i haven't been able to do that yet i really want to okay continue please (laughs) but yeah that was just that's just something like our little family does it's like the christmas eve opening one gift and it's usually the pajamas and maybe like some knickknack or whatever but those are some little fun christmas traditions that we've incorporated over the years (laughs) so fun all righty so another question i have for you guys is um, in this movie, we see uh, um, Oscar and Caroline and um, Sean and Oscar's mother making tamales. Um, did you do you guys have any specific Christmas foods that you know your families have done? Whether it's like maybe it's Christmas cookies or something really special. I know some families do um, like uh chinese takeout on christmas day like that's like a thing that people do (laughs) anything specific y'all do for food uh well we always do make christmas sugar cookies um we don't do it with icing though which is like what's always in these movies we always do the like the sugar sprinkles or whatever um Uh and it's the best sugar cookie recipe ever. And I will fight you for that. So like, <laughs> oh, okay. whoa, <laughs> okay. Won't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> so we always do that with like my mom and my like sister and me and stuff. And now well, my niece too, mm-hmm. um, sometimes she'll help. And, uh, but outside of that, I don't mean, we always have, almost always have ham, I think for Christmas mm-hmm. and um, a cheesy potato recipe that is to die for. It's so oh. bad. It is so bad for you. But I would just like sit there and eat the whole thing. If I could. Okay. Okay. Oh I do love good cheesy potatoes. So good. Yeah. That's how you gain the weight at Christmas time. You eat the cheesy potatoes. <laughs> um we have uh we have the the Christmas cookies, but they are not sugar cookies that you frost or uh put sprinkles on we actually have an assortment of different recipes that have become the Townsend family Christmas cookies Mm -hmm. Uh, so and I remember going I remember going through them one year and just saying okay what what cookies what cookies are make Christmas you know what can I live without and what cookies are it's not Christmas without them Mm-hmm. uh so we have the candy cane cookies where we make uh two sets of dough and we dye one of the sets red and then we actually twist them to make candy canes um and they're almond flavored and you sprinkle a uh, crushed candy cane on top oh beautiful um, we have uh, we have meltaways which seriously do melt in your mouth. There's cornstarch in the recipe, and the cookie and the icing by themselves not that great. But when you put them, <laughs> but when you put them together the com but the, the combination is magical <laughs> and they seriously do just melt in your mouth well so christmas amazing. magic there yeah. <laughs> i am telling you i am telling you and um there's uh chocolate peanut butter rice crispy treats mm-hmm. that's all that's always a good one and uh uh jewish cottage cheese pastries they're rolled up like little uh croissants mm-hmm. and they're the hardest to make but they're really really good they sound so, good actually they do yeah good yeah um, um, send me some I'll send you the <laughs> recipe <laughs> 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 but yeah it's it's all about the Christmas cookies and we gather and yeah I remember one year my nieces all came over and my girls were there and we were all j- all just making cookies with my mom and Yeah, it was, it was so fun and it's just become this wonderful tradition and Mm -hmm. you don't make them any other time of the year. It's, that's a no, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that my family ever did the Christmas cookie thing. Um, like we've always had Christmas cookies from other people, but I don't know that (laughs) my family's like done that just because like we're Filipino. (laughs) Like that's just not a thing in the Filipino culture. no cookies in the philippines well i mean well cookies are a delicacy and it's expensive so it's like one of those things where like you know it's like sugar's not Mm -hmm. a big thing it's more they're more savory i guess Mm -hmm. like culture um because our thing Mm -hmm. and i mean now it's kind of a joke where you have to have it at like any family gathering but lumpia which is a filipino egg roll different than a spring roll completely different it's thinner it's smaller and has meat inside instead of cabbage um, and they're quite delicious and sounds they are good. sounds better <laughs> 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 but they are really delightful and um we always have to have them at any basically any family gathering there was one Thanksgiving that nobody made lumpia and my cousins and I um we were about to start a fight with someone Oh they were like where's the lumpia and where's the rice and my aunt and my mom were like that's not thanksgiving food and we're like we're Filipino it doesn't matter if Americans don't have this come on keep those traditions keep the lumpia it's not Christmas and Thanksgiving without lumpia um but yeah those were that's like the Christmas food I remember it was always there I mean it's there for any family holiday but specifically at Christmas can i can i add one more sure in the spirit of the movie that we are covering uh this this is something that we usually bring to a lot of family gatherings it's not strictly christmas but it comes out at christmas and new years and and any and and a lot of those times it's my mom's queso she has the best queso recipe in the world can you send that (laughs) to me too (laughs) my, I'm
1: just my here for the food, apparently.
0: <laughs> apparently my niece she uh because my mom said how can i help with the wedding reception when my niece got married and she said grandma i want you to make your queso <laughs> that's what she wanted at her wedding she she wanted grandma's queso <laughs> and it is so good and so we'll just sit around the table on uh, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whenever we have the big meal, mm-hmm. and then on New Year's Day, just just eating the queso with the chips—it's oh, it's amazing stuff. So <laughs> delightful, Postles, I hope you've had your meals, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, because now you're all going to be hungry. <laughs> hungry. We're sorry if you're super starving right now. Well, I am <laughs> because I have not eaten yet. So, <laughs> oh dear, and I'm I gonna not ready, ready so for this. <laughs> Don't be like Jess, guys, before you listen to the podcast. (laughs) Disclaimer. Alrighty. Well, that's been kind of fun talking about traditions in the spirit of the movie with all of the Carta de Amor traditions. Um, Let's segue into talking about our characters. We have um, Zach, who plays Oscar Ortiz, and Sarah Canning, who plays Caroline Williams. Um, So Caroline is kind of a Grinch. I mean, in the sense of she's too busy to celebrate. And it's not really all that important to her, which is why her boss kind of sends her on this assignment to rediscover the magic of Christmas to her family. I love, that. <laughs> I love that the boss, that the boss Camila sends, sends, sends Caroline to her family. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny to me because I'm like, that's awkward <laughs> because yeah. you know family talks. She was probably like. Hey, um, so I've got this girl who's kind of a Grinch, and I'm—I I- kind of need you to Christmassify her. <laughs> Oscar, that's your assignment. <laughs> um, and then we also find out that so Oscar has a son named Sean, and we find out that Oscar is a widower. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also it's it's different take on this relationship because there's this chemistry they have going on um what did you guys think about their meet cute moment <laughs> it cracked me this, up he was so mean but it was so funny well, she walked up to him was like are you uber <laughs> like come on no i'm oscar I, mean, I was just like oh that was quick that was awesome <laughs> I thought it was funny, I and know, then of, of course the phone—you know—just give giving her the phone number, and it turned yes. out to be his. That was that was <laughs> super
1: fun. Okay,
0: can I just say the horses? The you know the uh, yeah. the horse the horses are in retirement. I totally thought he was teasing her. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was for real. He was for real that time. <laughs> is kind of um tasked to showing caroline around and introducing him to all the people so she he, the first group of people he introduces are the c's <laughs> which or also known as mama mama and mr. C. Mama, mama, and mr. C. mama 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 <laughs> and mr c who is really familiar looking bears a striking res- i love how he said he bears a striking resemblance to uh, never mind you'll see <laughs> and so she thinks that he's talking about some big celebrity and in, in the you know um, corporate world or hollywood or something like yeah. that and then he comes out and she's just dumbfounded so, him. told you <laughs> i really thought that they were gonna pull atml and santa claus Oh, he did. I mean, not in the sense that he was actually Santa Claus, but they were just, you know, they kind of mess with you and they make him look a little paler and then a little fuller each time you'd see him and a little little (laughs) whiter.
1: Like his hair is a little whiter. Like every
0: time you'd see him, he'd look more and more and more akin to Santa. Um, you know, that's what I thought. But it was kind of it was still kind of funny at the end when she was just like, Are you Santa? (laughs) And he was like, No. No. No, but I, I thought he was going to be actually Santa. And that made me- Oh yeah, like, me too. I had just watched a movie where they had a legit, like, at least that was your legible, like magical Santa in the movie. And so I was like, oh, okay. They're doing it again. like In <laughs> this, well, it was a different network, but anyway. Yeah. And so when he finally said no, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, got, I got to tell you guys, my husband was watching with me. And so he, when Mr. C comes out- <laughs> Will says, "What is this Santa's vacation home? You know <laughs> in, in, in more <laughs> New Mexico. Got <laughs> tired of the cold of the North Pole. I really I need, need you need a little sun sometimes, you know. But at Christmas time, you can't be away from the North Pole at Christmas time. That's that's the deadline. Of we'll course, see he that. had a special project of helping somebody find their Christmas magic, can you? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. special, incredibly assignment. tasked. It's still crunch time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Santa. You can work miracles. Of course. So, so, what other favorite parts of the Caroline and Oscar relationship did you guys just love? The signal. <laughs> <laughs> The, the signal. Hey, right? I think I'm getting a signal. Oh, you sure are. <laughs> I mean, usually I would say, oh, cheesy, but that was the best line. And it just tied everything together. And I was a very big fan of how well he kissed her. <laughs> so there was no kiss in the middle and there should have been, but I was a very big fan of how, how good they're, their kiss looked on Mm -hmm. screen because that's not always the case and when everything (laughs) builds up to it and then it's a wimpy kiss you're like oh (laughs) that's disappointing (laughs) but but i it was not (laughs) well i have many moments that i liked but i only talk about two so uh, watch out postables send just some oh j- send just some Kleenexes right now <laughs> well you know I, I, hey. I have them from helping mop you guys up so now I got oh, the leftovers for myself <laughs> but um there was a part shoot I don't even remember what they're talking about but she was like oh I'm gonna go post this my blog real quick and then she's like you know what never mind and she just like puts the tech away and she's like will you walk me like she would just like puts her work away and was like will you walk with me and like walk me home or whatever and I thought that was super sweet the second one was when after he played guitar at the little restaurant, mm-hmm. and he got super dismissive because she brought up the song, but then immediately he he came back with the coffee I and he that too gay. <laughs> and he was so direct like that was rude of me like what happened before like there was no. Like, they just... That's what I liked about this movie is, like, they got rid of the misunderstandings. He was like, that was rude. Here's your coffee. He got her the special coffee she wanted, like, Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. White chocolate mocha. Yeah. (laughs) And and I don't know exactly what they talked about after that. This is a little off topic, but I thought it was so funny that he said something and she... Interpreted it for him, and he was like, "How did you know that's what I meant?" She was like, "I'm a writer. I understand subtext." That was so funny. I'm like, I'm reminded me of all of us as like budding writers. I'm like, "Yeah, I understand that <laughs> subtext." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I appreciated the fact that he let her go. Like he was kind of okay with it, you know, in an odd sense. Um. Yeah. So like you need to follow your dream. Go. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times in these types of movies, there's this the whole like, I poured my heart out to you. I did this and da 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 And like, okay, well, if you have to go, I guess you have to go. And it's like this whole depressing thing. But for these two people, they had this very mature relationship, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciated. And she had to make the decision to stay. Um and she wasn't staying because of him although he was a factor it was more of the fact that she had found her her true calling and her christmas spirit and her christmas mojo yeah and she <laughs> she's discovering like what is truly really important to her um mm-hmm. you know is it a job or is it people that i care about um so i really appreciated that fact um of their relationship, mm-hmm. too. and Postables, That was a scene that got me misty-eyed. Was when he let her go, and she was like telling how hard it was to go. And I was mm-hmm. like that—that oh. that was something. That was something that I appreciated. That she was admitting out loud how mm-hmm. hard it was for her to go. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, a character who they gets leave. offered gets offered a dream job just leaves or gets defensive and mm-hmm. proud. And uh, but she's saying. I don't want to go you know that right I Mm -hmm. I I am very torn Mm -hmm. and you're a reason I'm very torn I Mm -hmm. want you to know that so yeah yeah it's not like he like they hadn't already kind of talked about it because he had said before like it's like you're gonna leave well she said she wasn't going anywhere and he was like well not for a few days at least or something yeah yeah and I I actually also appreciate the fact that the actor cried because a lot of times in these movies a lot of times they don't they don't cry like are you, you are the, you talking about caroline caroline are you talking about okay mm-hmm. I'm talking yeah. About yeah. Caroline. i think that's when yeah. i got misty-eyed was when she like kind of because like she was like she wearing tearing up like not just tearing yeah, she, up, she, she was, was crying. crying okay i yeah. was tearing up she was crying but, yes. <laughs> but, but a lot of times in the, in like a lot of these rom-com movies they're not they don't cry they they're afraid up. they're they're afraid to show actual crying it's right. always the it's always the one tear down the cheek, which can right. be very effective, but when it's done so much, let me see some good crying, come yeah, on. Especially <laughs> if you're just so like torn and brokenhearted about this decision that you have to make in real life, you're gonna cry. <laughs> like mm-hmm. You're not just gonna get all like teary-eyed. I mean, you yeah. might, but there are times where you're just, it's just gonna come. It's an it's ugly cry. Come. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought that was great. We need more of that because I feel like that's also a little, you mm-hmm. know, we can make it more realistic than just the welling up of tears and then it, they just stay. Like there's a time and place stay. for that. Yeah, a time hold and place for the one drop, and then there's a <laughs> the time and place for the sobbing, you know. And I just like the fact that she cried. <laughs> well, and can can I say, as someone who has had to cry on cue before, it's very very hard. To do the single tear, I I am so bad at that. In in all the plays I was in and stuff like that, when I had to cry, if I didn't get emotional, then mm-hmm. it was a big struggle. That was one of the biggest things that was so hard for me when I was doing acting. It, it doing the one tear is so well, hard. See, in the movie, they know? can just put the dry drop and, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah but you have to have the emotion behind it yeah (laughs) yeah that is true that is and getting and getting upset Mm -hmm. put you know just diving in and getting upset is so much easier of a transition than holding back the emotion and only Mm -hmm. showing Mm -hmm. this much you know yeah 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 this is off topic but um I don't know, Casey, was it with your and I interview um, with Jen Lily where she told the yes. story about how she started like crying for a scene of um, a Dash of Romance and Brendan Penny was like, There are no tears in Hallmark Lily <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I was thinking the same thing because she was um, a soap actor for a while. So it right. was very like the emotions are very upfront and very yeah. overdone. So she's like, they're sobbing and they're like, <laughs> all right. And I think the you was like, you need to dial it back a little. <laughs> okay, okay, my, my turn. The same thing happened when I was talking to Nikki Deloach about a dream of christmas with andrew walker she said that you know in the alternate reality she uh she was about to lose him because he was engaged to someone else and she is just sobbing her eyes out and gary yates comes up to her and says okay sweetheart that was great (laughs) can you dial it back a little bit Sometimes we just need the tears, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, it's okay. Hallmark PSA, it's okay. It's okay okay to have those like real tears. Yeah. That's that, like as an audience, we connect greater to that and Mm -hmm. that emotion. Yeah. That's how you get Jess to start being a romantic and like crying at things, apparently. (laughs) So we talked about, uh, we talked about Caroline and Oscar, another couple, which minor couple, but I thought it was so cute is, um, what's their names? Betty, Betty, oh, and Betty, and Betty, Betty and Sam. Betty and Sam. Mama. They have this like unrequited love <laughs> so for funny. each other. <laughs> they're like the typical Hallmark couple that won't tell each other how they feel. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't usually happen with the. Uh, that doesn't usually happen with the other couple, which is you know, which makes. I it know. Fun. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like very right, yeah. like the core topsy turvy here. Yeah, but I thought it was. I when I saw them at the um uh, the poncho like award part I was yeah. like there's like something between these yeah two. there's totally something going on there What's going <laughs> on over here because at first I was like is Betty is she gonna be an antagonist like is yeah. she gonna be like I thought she was gonna be a romantic Oscar. rival yes yeah yeah but then I'm I glad she wasn't she, yeah Oh, I am too. I'm really glad that we didn't have that in this movie because I feel like it would have taken away from a lot of like the spirit of Christmas and stuff. But absolutely. But when we, and then we have that, that beautiful meal that um, Sam does. for. I Oscar seriously want to taste that guy's cooking. It sounds, it sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like talking about, you know, th- they're trying to hook sam and betty up and then they finally just make it happen at the christmas yeah. tree. oh my god you're not going anywhere buster <laughs> yeah caroline pretty much is like yeah you she likes you you like him whatever like here y'all go yeah. <laughs> and they're both like wait we didn't know that you liked what <laughs> so i thought that wait, was what? super cute <laughs> super fun is this just happening <laughs> oh, god. and we got a kiss from them too we did we did it was very not quite the build-up but you know you're not supposed to to have the build-up with everybody yeah (laughs) sometimes you need that sweet kiss you know yeah any other thoughts about uh, the christmas yule block before we wrap it up um i did have one well i wrote down a lot of stuff from this movie but i really like the line um when zach's character says Nobody said life was fair. You either curl up or you cope.
1: And I was like,
0: that was such a beautiful line because that's what life is. You know, you have Mm to, you can sit there and let it defeat you or you can cope and move on and make something great of it. Mm -hmm. Well, and especially that he completely acknowledged if I hadn't had Sean, I would have curled up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it just, it really, did we ever hear how his wife died I don't think that we heard how. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm 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 just wondering: was it a long, drawn out process like cancer, or was it a sudden shock like a car accident? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, because that would, I think, that would change how. Mm -hmm. Um, how the process was, yeah, how you respond and how, and also the process of healing. But it just, I, I really appreciated that fact that he, that he said, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Sean, if I didn't have Sean to look after, I would have curled up. And I think that meant more because we all know that Zach lost his wife years ago. Mm -hmm. And that, Mm -hmm. that whole thing of him playing a widower, that made me cry because just seeing, seeing Oscar dealing with it and knowing the backstory mm-hmm. that Zach really has dealt with it and mm-hmm. that he's come through remarkably. He has a remarkable mm-hmm. attitude about it, right. and just to just to see how his real feelings were coming through, it was it was a beautiful moment. It really was. It really mm-hmm. was. It was a beautiful, beautiful story. It was very. Um, it was, it was lighthearted despite having some difficult situations for the characters, especially mm-hmm. with Oscar um, having lost his wife. And so I, I really enjoyed this movie, you guys. I thought it was really sweet, really fun, and it's one I would definitely watch again. I mean, you had all the Christmas elements except snow, but you know what? Most of us don't experience snow at Christmas anyways. Which we have found out. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts before we move to our next segment? What's oh, there's another segment. There's uh-huh. another segment. There's yeah. another segment. Is it there trivia? It's Christmas trivia. Yay! Oh, I can I could do Christmas trivia. Oh I probably well, won't be good at this. I don't know. We'll see. So since this is Deliver Me a Podcast, and since we talk about letters in here, and I wasn't really sure if there were like any letter tie-ins to the movie, whatnot, I wanted to do something a little different. So my trivia has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> this is trivia about the history of Christmas. I'm gonna fail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has to do. There's a theme. Oh, okay. Ooh, That's Christmas communications. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are we going to uh, have to say 13 ways that Santa delivers presents? Mule. No. there. All right. Number one, how many packages does USPS deliver during the holidays? About an estimate. Oh, my word! You've got to be kidding me! Just throw out a random figure. Well, okay, specifically the USPS. USPS in 2019, mm. they projected this amount between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. Just throw English out a exactly random. There's a number. lot there, so I don't know. Um, so, I go a million. Just I thinking. I was thinking a lot higher. <laughs> I am so God, bad just. S- just throw my estimate was like 50 million. I don't know. <laughs> okay, y'all are both way off. It's 800 million. Eight hundred million. Yes, in 2019, they projected eight hundred million packages were sent between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. Go post office! Wow, I mean USPS, you are my heroes. I mean, considering how many Amazon packages I order during this time of year. That's very true. Oh, I I wasn't counting those because those are, those are like separate, like a lot of the times I feel like. Yeah, those are, those are Amazon and FedEx and USPS. Well, okay, but. UPS, that's right. So for us, sometimes our stuff gets delivered to USPS. So sometimes, sometimes, yeah. USPS and then USPS delivers it to like our area. Okay, got Um, it. So either way, we are just way off i mean so <laughs> just go usps either way y- y'all got it all righty about how many christmas cards are sold in stores around christmas time oh just <laughs> well, how many in, in the u.s in the u.s only in the world <laughs> we need more details casey well that's what i wrote down just throw out a random number well and what's up with all of these give me a number like come on, 100 <laughs> billion i don't know cami it's a lot of Christmas cards, and we're the postables. We buy like a good chunk of that. I'm gonna go two billion. Cammy, you are the closest. One point six billion. Nice. <laughs> we're rounding up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, that number has gone up since the data has you know occurred. All right, number of three. <laughs> what did the first ever SMS text message read? It was sent on December third, nineteen ninety two. Merry Christmas, darling. My guess was Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It was Merry Christmas with an exclamation mark. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Random facts. I feel kind of like Rita and Norman right now. (laughs) Yeah. Talking to Shane, who has no idea what the heck you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. My next question is, in what year did the USPS first issue Christmas Um, pick a random guess. 19... 1980. I don't know. 1955. Kimmy, you're closer. Um, 1962. I was gonna say 68 first, and then I... And then I backed out. <laughs> yeah, the first USPS first issued Christmas stamp was in 1962. All right, my okay. final question is what country issued the first Christmas stamp in 1898? Okay, so it wasn't the US. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we can cut that one out. <laughs> jess you and i are failing miserably okay this is like this is like price is right you know it doesn't (laughs) have to be like exact it just needs to be approximate got it i I, I mean i'm gonna say somewhere in europe but i wouldn't know where okay give me a second um Um... okay saint uh santa claus is named after saint nicholas so you don't think I, too hard about this i am gonna Spain. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go I- england okay so actually it was canada oh, oh wow well, wrong side, wrong side of the ocean there <laughs> yeah so it was actually a less cel- it was less about the celebration of the season but more about queen victoria but it was um canada that issued the first christmas stamp in 1898 Interesting. Um, Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Canada. That was all. My little Christmas communications trivia. That we failed that, at. That, that we failed. At. I mean, too bad. Uh right ra- round number in are a lot are, better, you know? better than me, but that's not unusual. <laughs> <'cause, but. laughs> <laughs> All righty, you guys, Postables, we hope that you guys had a chance to watch the Christmas Yule Vlog starring our favorite Zach Santiago and Sarah Canning. And if you haven't, go DVR it, go find it, go watch it. It's super cute. I'm and... sure it'll be shown again. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be shown again for sure. Um, and we will see you guys next time on Deliver Me a Podcast. Bye! Merry Bye. Christmas! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Deliver Me a Podcast. If you want to know what's going to happen next week, be sure you are following us on Twitter at Deliver Me a Pod and on Instagram at Deliver Me a Podcast. We also have a merch store where you can buy tons of post-post things for you and your friends. We'll see you next week.